and welcome back to Wellness with a Gynae Nurse. Today is another guest episode and I have a really, really exciting guest on. Um, I have my lovely client, Holly. Um, Holly has worked with me for over two years now, has achieved an incredible transformation, um, has lost between 19 and 20 kilos, which is around three, just over three stone. Um, and I think Holly's story is very inspirational. I know there's a lot of people out there that could learn a lot from Holly and really take the things that she has learned and implement them into their own fitness journey. So I really wanted to have Holly on today to kind of explain from her point of view how she has managed this transformation. So welcome, Holly. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no worries. So kind of from your point of view, Holly, what did you struggle with prior to where you are currently at? Um, yeah, to kind of talk us through kind of so everyone has a little idea of kind of what they can learn from you and why you are the person to talk about these things. Well, I think in the beginning, I struggled with... Um, just, I just felt so unfit and I was actually clinically unwell I think like with depression and anxiety um and then I think just one day something just picked in my head and was like right I've got to sort this out and I reached out to you um it was hard though it's really hard like but now when I look back at it yes that was hard but actually it's much harder now than when I started because you're you're constantly on it and you see your weight dropping um but then when you get to a certain stage in your weight it then sort of plateaus a bit and you just think come on come on come on mm. but I think yeah where I am now like I'm happy but I know that I can go a little bit further um but yeah it, it's yeah it's not easy not easy no. And I think that that's probably not spoken about a lot. I think, you know, I think um, Instagram and, you know, potentially my Instagram as well can can give this highlight reel of what a health and fitness journey can be like. But actually, it's really, really, really difficult. And if it wasn't difficult, we wouldn't have this kind of crisis where, you know, majority of the population are unfit, unhealthy mm. and you know, experiencing kind of um diseases that are related to feeling unfit and being an unhealthy body weight yeah. um so obviously we've been through multiple phases together in terms of we did an initial fat loss phase we've sat at maintenance we've um not tracked for a little bit we've tracked we've done various different things so obviously you spoke about you know being unwell in terms of struggling with depression and anxiety and how difficult was it for you to say you know I need help um coming from someone who's really really stubborn and not set in my ways so to speak I think um I I don't know I was just, I, I remember just walking back from the park with the kids and I think Michael was there and I just said to him I need to do something about this I, I feel unwell I don't feel comfortable in the skin that I'm in I have to do something about it. And obviously I'd had a re I've had a really hard time with, you know, my, my son being ill and um, yeah. that took a massive, massive toll, I think, on me. Um, and I didn't realise until 
he'd come out of hospital and it all set settled in um and I just thought I've got to do something because if I don't do it I was I can't remember was I mid mid 30s and I'm thinking I'm going to get to 40 and I'm going to be exactly where I am if not heavier if not more unhealthier and probably verging on having diabetes and all sorts of stuff because that is in my family um I just thought I've got to do something about it and something just clicked in my head whereas before I've done Slimming World I've done Weight Watchers I tried a keto diet that's not for everyone um I tried everything and you'd get to a point where you'd lose like you know oh, I've lost three pounds this week I've lost this this week and then one I think it was like three weeks in a row and I was working out and doing everything that the books were telling me to do nothing was working and I thought Zoe knows all about it I've got to go to Zoe because I saw all your clients and I was like I work well I work with um, Zoe and I was like I've got to got to get her to help me um and then then I reached out to you which is really really hard was really hard for me because I think I'd spoke to you a couple of times at work and like Mm -hmm yeah I, I know I, I think I could do it and then I'm like oh no and but deep down I just knew it had to be done and I think because oh, I am strong-willed and I will I will once I've got my cap on that's it I'm straight for it I've got to do it I think in the past though it was very easy like one week you lose weight the next week you would put on it was very easy just to go oh sacking it off I'm gonna have a takeaway tonight or I'm gonna have a drink tonight yeah yeah and I think the the reason why I wanted to ask you that was because I know how like you're a very determined woman like you're very capable it's not that it's not that you know you're weak you're not capable it it's that sometimes we just need that extra level of something that you know I believe most women are searching for and it's like it's different for everyone but sometimes you just need someone to tell you that you are capable and that you just need to keep on pushing and I think um, like I said for you you are very determined and you are very strong-willed and you you are very independent um and I think that it's really important to recognize that it's not me that's done the work here and I think some people can feel like you know when they work with someone or it's them doing the work it's not Holly's done this work that you know the the work that Holly has achieved to um achieve this kind of fat loss journey she has done and you know and you have worked really really hard so Obviously, um, what what are the things in your life that make fat loss difficult? So obviously, you are a mum of two boys. Um, yeah. Time <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> yeah, I think have, like you say, having two boys. You know, I work twelve hour shifts, mm-hmm. um, but I think like planning is key, um, and just you know, using my fitness pal, which I've used mm-hmm. in the past, um, just to bring me back to reality and going actually you know doing a big plate full of pasta uh is actually quite calorific from what I used to eat you know I'd have a big old plate full of pasta and not think anything of it and then wonder why I just never lost weight because I was just piling it on the plate um but yeah it is it's hard with kids because they want the sweet treats um and I obviously let them have them. But I know now, like I, with 
throughout this whole experience nothing has been off the table you've never once said to me oh you shouldn't have had that bit of cake <laughs> you shouldn't have had that like you've never once said anything like that um but in my mind I'm going is it worth it is it yeah. worth having that is it worth you know eating a you know I don't know eating out three or four times a week and not that I do that but you know there is people out there that do do that and yes that's lovely um but I think I know now those things are luxury whereas yeah. before I would think nothing of it of just going to McDonald's and getting the kids uh you know a McDonald's and stuff in my face um but yeah it, having a slight restriction there I think is good for me it's good to mm -hmm. rein me back in um, yeah. and hold me I hold myself accountable rather than going I've had a bad day or I've had a bad week I'm gonna I don't know drink and eat myself into oblivion um yeah. that's definitely something that um you never do anymore and I know you like you know in terms of emotional awareness yours is extremely heightened now and food and alcohol is not your crutch anymore um, no and where we used to be yeah every single week I would probably drink um especially in covid times my god um yeah that used to be a crutch for me um but now I just I look at those things and think, well, you know, it's like having a celebration now rather than just drinking for the hell of it or eating for the hell of it. Yeah. And and I think that, um, you know, it's it's so hard to get that across to people. And I think it, it can't be done in terms of, you know, scolding people for, you know, drinking during the week or eating something, you know, out of emotion. Like it can only be done from learned behavior over a period of time and you know when I say Holly's worked with me for two years like Holly has put the graft in for two years like it, it there is no quick fix there's you know if you want to undo habits that have been around for a lifetime um you know that we've grown up you have to you have to put the time in to really undo them and I think that your journey is testament to that because you've really spent time taking the time to undo those habits and replace them with healthier behaviors and I think for you as a mum as well I think it's so important because what you've you know your boys are so proud of you you know when you send me pictures of them <laughs> training with you like they're so proud of what their mum can now do yeah like I think was it Finley he went he cuddled me like when I got down to like my lowest weight he cuddled mm. me and he went oh, I can put my whole arms around you <laughs> and I was like oh is Thing. I'm not sure if that is but okay because he's you know <laughs> he's not um big bless him um and they just said like oh you're you're not that squishy anymore and I'm like well I don't want to be squishy oh, I don't mind being a bit squishy in some areas but um yeah they 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 do spur me on like you say they, they come to the garage with me and do a little workout and they sometimes are lifting two heavier weights but I'm like oh you'll be fine um they do encourage me and yeah that they, they are I think that's one thing that you do need if you are gonna set off in this journey and that is you need that support mechanism you have to have people in your background that's going 
you're doing amazing I still get it to this day I rock up at work Mm. and I think actually it was Lindsay she goes god you look so slim I'm like do I (laughs) because sometimes you don't see it um but it's other people when they haven't seen you for say a couple of weeks or you know or a month and they go god you look so different like who was it someone said I someone from outpatient said to me oh you look younger and I was like oh do I Jesus (laughs) I'll take that one (laughs) thank you I'll take that (laughs) yeah they said I looked at least like 10 years younger and I was like oh okay you're like Christ how old did I look (laughs) (laughs) oh my god did I look ancient or something (laughs) So I know um, what I said that um, that we would do is that we would discuss maybe four or five things that you think are super key for people to understand to really achieve what you have achieved and kind of give some advice to people because it's very easy for, you know, the advice to come from me. You know, I've always loved health and fitness. I don't have kids. My schedule is very flexible. I enjoy healthy foods. But, you know, from someone like yourself who has really done the work to live a more healthy, sustainable life, I think that you could inspire a lot of women. So what is your first one? My first one has to be um, getting up at the same time every day. And that is before anybody gets up. Regardless if I'm tired, I just think I set my alarm for 20 to 6 every morning. I give myself sort of like 20 minutes waking up, you know, going to toilet, get my gym gear on, come downstairs, I have a coffee. Um, I give myself sort of like another half an hour to wake up. And then I obviously put my all my gym gear is in the garage now. So my garage is now my gym. Um and it's a really good gym by the way like everyone would be jealous yeah it's it's very good like we've accumulated stuff over the years we've Mm. always had stuff but it was never put to good use now it's used every single day um yeah and I just get up before everybody else so that like that half hour whichever workout I'm doing whether it's a half hour one or an hour one I get up I get dressed I get it done it's done then and then by the time I come in, um, the kids are coming downstairs for breakfast. You're getting them ready, getting them to school. Okay, I only work a couple of times a week, so I'm not at like a nine to five job. Um, but even if I was the case, I think I'd still have that same plan of getting up every t- every day, even at the weekends. Mm-hmm. I still get up at the same time because okay, yeah, I could have a lay-in, but actually my body doesn't allow me to now. Like this morning, I didn't have to work out because it is actually my day off, but I'm on annual leave. Um, And I thought, I'll set my alarm for six this time, give myself a 20-minute lay-in. Nope, <laughs> straight up, half of five, wide awake. And I was thinking, I'll never have a lay-in because my body clock has just adjusted to it now. I think because it's so used to getting up so early, getting it done, that's all it knows. Um, And it is the best thing for me. It's done then. Uh, The rest of the day is mine, whether it, you know, be running the kids to school or, I don't know, gallivanting off somewhere. The first thing in the morning, that is my time. I take the time out for me. There's nothing selfish about putting yourself first 
And that is something I haven't done for a long, long time until I started with you. I never put myself first. And that is the one thing that I will always do now is that's my time to sort myself out. And actually sets me up for the day like I'm a moody cow in the morning. It doesn't matter like how much sleep I've had. I'm horrible. Yeah. Like <laughs> um I don't I know if anyone else, especially around your period. Oh my god. I'm like just don't speak to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think waking up same time, regardless of what your day looks like, at least then it gives you that little boost of energy. And actually makes you feel really good once you've done it. Like I'm smiling afterwards. I'm crying during it, but I'm smiling <laughs> after. <laughs> I think that's a great one. I think that's a great one. And, you know, getting up at the same time every day, regardless of if you're tired or not, is is so important if you want to get these things done. And like you say, like as a mum, if you want a chunk of time for yourself, you kind of have to do it when your kids are asleep. Yeah. I mean, like, like I say, some of my workouts are half an hour. By the time mm-hmm. I've got in, and I'm halfway through I think right it's nearly done it's nearly done and I feel fabulous yeah Um, I'm not that would work for everybody because everybody's different like everybody some people just love their sleep I love my sleep but I just choose to go to bed earlier or just wake up earlier (laughs) yeah yeah I think that's great um what about kind of in the winter months is it more tricky for you or are you just like that discipline there now it is but I quite like the um going out and I'm like I'll go out in like three layers like a big even like a teddy bear coat I'll wear out there and the next thing you know it's all coming off because I'm so hot um but getting that freshness of air like I think I remember sending you a video and I've been skipping out or I said to you I've been skipping outside and my lungs felt like they were burning Mm. Um, but afterwards I just felt so good like I can't tell you how good it feels well you know it feels so good when you've done that workout that achievement and I don't know you just feel like you can go and lift a a 10 ton of weight and think nothing of it and it just I don't know it just sets me up for the day and I was I loved exercise but not to this extent but now I'm like yeah let's go yeah I think one of the things we do and I'm quite conscious of is because you work out at home obviously you do have lots of equipment but it can be limited so we do freshen up quite a lot don't we to make sure that you know they're short they're short enough but effective enough um yeah I think that's um probably quite helpful to you as well isn't it yeah like I don't have um a lot of the stuff that you would have in the gym I have some stuff and I have some weights bar and things don't you yeah and I have like yeah. pulled yeah I have my weights bench I have my weighted balls and dumbbells kettlebells and bands and all that sort of stuff and a bike and I now have a treadmill oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh I know I've got a fold-up one it goes up against the wall oh, nice. that's that's this is for the winter months, so when I can't get out walking, I'm going to be in there. Perfect. There's a bonus tip, guys. Get a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it wasn't that expensive. I was quite impressed. eBay. No. Nice. Not not an ad. Not a... <laughs> <laughs> Just eBay. Just... <laughs> eBay, if you're watching or listening. <laughs> um, yeah, like... I'm, I I think the same would apply if you were going to go to a gym 
I still you still think because some gyms open uh, twenty four hours, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Or they open up at like five in the morning. Like if you if you've got a partner at home and you can just dash out the door for half an hour, do it. Like I can guarantee you, you will feel so much better after just doing a couple of those days. You you'll be like, right, I'm sold. Let's do it. <laughs> right. What about number two? What's number two, Polly's top tips? Um, so like I say, using my fitness pal, I still religiously measure everything. I just I have to because I'm not saying I don't have control if I didn't, but this gives me control back. Like I, you know, I can have spaghetti bolognese and I can have I could have pizza. And things like that, I just make sure that everything is put on my fitness pal. It correlates with what my calories are in my calorie deficit. I just make sure that I'm not overdoing it because you could have that sneaky little snack in and actually that'd be like 100 calories gone. It's very like, you know, yeah, like, you know, I love a Freddo Mm. Um, and, you know, that's 100 calories gone right there. Um. Yeah. yeah, I just choose my food, obviously, a little bit wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my fitness pal has to be... And it's free. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost you anything. Yes, yeah. you can upgrade yourself, but I wouldn't bother. But, yeah, just using that as a little tool to help me, it's brilliant. Yeah. That's my second tip. Just just measure everything, because you'll be surprised. when you, Especially, like... Actually, potatoes aren't too bad, but it's things like pasta and rice and things like those sort of things. When you think, oh, I'll have my whole plate of your pasta and then you have your mints in the middle. Just even weighing out your mints and stuff, like you're thinking, actually, you know, 200 grams of mints is like nearly 300 calories. And you're thinking, right, I've only got X amount for this, this and this. Even weighing out my cheese. Yeah. That's a big one. That is a big one. And it's one of those things where I really regret ever doing because the amount of cheese you can get for 30 grams is so sad. But yeah. like, I swear back in the day, I would put like 100 grams of cheese on my... Yeah, and just that. not think anything of it. Especially yeah. when it like melts down, like say if you're having a jacket potato or something yeah. and you just think, oh, that don't look like a lot. I'll just chuck a load on. But I yeah. think what is, is that is um, Parmesan. Actually, that's yes. not too bad in calories. I was no. quite sure because I sprinkled some on whilst it was on the scales thinking this is going to be calorific, but it wasn't. I was yeah, you really get a lot of calories. Yeah, I think because it's so fine, but it's mm-hmm. strong in flavour. Um, just those sort of little things that actually amount to big things. Yeah, and I actually think for you that that's really transpired into when you eat out as well. So obviously being more aware of kind of what's in food in terms of amount you can eat for the calories holly is absolutely amazing at eating out and not gaining loads of weight um and i do think it is because it it is because she is really mindful about the nutrition and things she's consuming now which she has learned from tracking and and it will get to the point where i really encourage holly to move away from tracking we're not there yet because we still have got a fat loss goal and for holly tracking is working really well um but the important thing is that you've learned so much about nutrition along the way of tracking. Um, so I think, yeah, don't do yourself a disservice there. I think you are 
very capable of <laughs> now eyeballing some pasta and things. We're just we're just not there just yet. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I actually can now I can grate out thirty grams. Yeah, exactly. Without weighing it, but I'll still weigh it. And I just want to check that I am still spot on with it. <laughs> but anyways, you know, you've got to do it. What about number three? Um, so me and you used to do one-to-one sessions before you went online. Mm-hmm. And I still have you in my head the whole time going, come on, Holly. One more, Holly. You can do it, Holly. And I still talk to girls at work when... <laughs> When I used to start with you in the mornings at the gym, we'd always go for a run. We would, yeah. And I'd be running around with you and I'm thinking halfway, I've not even got halfway round. I'm thinking, I'm going to have to stop in a minute. And I'd go to the girls, I'm so out of breath. And so he would say to me, are you really? You don't sound it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> So I always have you in my head going, come on, Holly, one more, Holly. Do you reckon you could go heavier, Holly? And I'm thinking, I've still got you in my head, still talking to me, like spurring me on or just enticing me to do better. Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, that it does help to have you in you. I think maybe with this podcast, you should do some little like... One more rep, I used to, I used to, when I used to do insanity, I can always hear him going, "You can do it." <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just having you there. I can just hear you going, like, "Come on, come on!" Yeah, I like. Oh, thank you. I think um, I I do think that's a really good premise. When I turn up to training, even now, I always say to myself, "It's either one more rep or." you lift heavier which one is it Zoe like choose and get on with it and sometimes when you turn up with that mentality to your training you're not just drifting and sometimes I find that you're you're definitely not this person but some (laughs) women can drift with their exercise whereas I know you train extremely hard and it's definitely what you've built up over time but if you turn up with that mindset of one more rep or I'm lifting heavier you're you're always moving forward and I think that's really important for exercise I don't know if you've found that in terms of keeping motivated to want to keep doing the sessions yeah don't get me wrong I I, some mornings I get up and I think I cannot do this and I'll if I know I'm not going to be at my ultimate best I will go lighter because I don't want to hurt myself because I have hurt myself in the past um and I just think right if I go I'm gonna go lighter and then throughout the workout I I get better and better and better and then by the time the next day comes that I do a workout I'm getting two three personal bests but I think everybody is obviously different some people probably have the mindset of just going into the gym and just lifting like you know I don't know what weight and thinking oh that's fine I've done that today but I like to go in there and work really hard so that I later on in the day I'm aching because if I'm not aching I'm not doing it right <laughs> I want to be you know walking down the stairs like so I've I don't know got saddle sore or something because <laughs> I need to know that I've worked my ultimate best you know I, I I don't know I don't maybe not everyone's the same but 
yeah I I just I love it I I never in my wildest dreams was think I would sit on here with you and go oh I love it oh hang on there's somebody at my door (laughs) no worries one sec I'm just gonna put you down sorry that's okay no worries I'm never chit chat (laughs) right what's your um what's your next one what's your next point um I think I just I look at everything that I eat now I think because I have IBS Mm -hmm. and it is it has been getting really bad lately I just look at everything that I eat now and I try and follow like um a FODMAP diet Mm -hmm. to a certain extent because that's meant to help um but yeah I just look at everything that I'm eating now and just making sure there's nothing that's going to trigger me or nothing that's going to upset me um yeah I'm just mindful of what I eat um which I wasn't like before. I just eat for the sake of it. Whereas now I eat because I need to fuel myself, not because, um, I don't know, not just because. For the sake of it. Yeah, basically. Um, Don't get me wrong. Like I will have, I think the other week I had a McDonald's with the boys, but (laughs) It fitted into my calories. It fitted into my schedule. Everything that I do now, it fit. I have fit it in with what I'm doing. Um, like I said before, there's no restrictions on my diet. I just choose when to have those treats and nice food. Like, not that I don't eat nice food all the time because I do. Mm. I ju- I'm just a bit more mindful with my food now. Um, how Which... do you find that that impacts kind of your life? Because one of the things that I hear from women is that, you know, when you become more mindful of eating or, you know, it becomes a bit like obsessive or, it, you know, it takes over. And, you know, when you're busy with kids and things, how, what do you say to those women who feel that now, you know, this le- this heightened sense of awareness around food can have a negative impact in terms of, um, you know, the impact on family and things you know because what I hear from you is you make nice family meals and it still fits in really well like it doesn't actually cause stress to your life so what do you have any thoughts on that I think it can obviously I think people can look at it and go all oh, that oh, I don't know if I could be like that and mm-hmm. and be so restrictive but actually it actually paves the way for my kids because they're not going to sit there and eat rubbish food all day or, you know, and look at me and be, un- I don't want them to look at me and think, oh, she's, mummy's really unhealthy or mummy's really unfit because she eats certain, this certain foods. Like we try and have the same meal together. Obviously my kids are a little bit less, you know, they're a little bit fussy. Um, so I will, sometimes I will make free meals because, you know, one person don't like, I don't know like one person don't like lasagna another one does and it's those sort of things um I think they haven't that I I still think it's a good tool to have because Mm -hmm. I don't want my kids like my kids don't worry about what they're eating and I don't want them to have that impact like I'd never sit at the table and go oh, I'm not going to eat that bit of cake because I'll put on weight this week. Like, I would never, ever say that in front of my kids. Not that I would even think that anyway, um, because I don't want food to have a negative effect on their, you know, their relationship with food, so to speak. Mm. 
because I don't have a, I don't have a negative relationship with no. food. I use food for comfort, and I always have done. I still yeah. do now, but mm-hmm. I just do it in a different way. I think just measuring stuff. If you want that beef stew with the dumpling, measure it. You yeah. know, if you want that pizza, measure it. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, that's one thing that I've I've just really learned. Um just making sure that yes, I don't think people would think that's all oh, that's crazy. You shouldn't have to measure everything. But actually when you do, you realise how much you're consuming. When you're yeah. not losing weight that week, why aren't you losing weight that week? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. what what factors have changed to make you put on weight that week? Yeah. Um I think that's really I think that's really useful to a lot of mums out there because I think hearing that from a mum, obviously I'm not a mum, so it's it's very easy for me to eat however I want, when I want. But you know, hearing from a mum that she wants to be a role model for her kids in terms of nutrition and you know. I've definitely had conversations with you and other clients in terms of, you know, when half term comes up, we, you, you, you don't want to be the mum who says, oh, no, we can't eat there because mum's on a diet. But it's not like that when you never, ever, ever said. Diet. Yeah, I've never, ever said to the kids, oh, no, we can't have McDonald's because I'm dieting or yeah. like tonight we're having hot dogs. Yeah, but that's going to fit in with my food tonight. You know, that's our Halloween um, special that we do we have witchy fingers in <laughs> hot dog rolls um you know and we'll have some treats later because it's halloween like you've got yeah. to have some sweet treats um yeah i just yeah never once have i said in front of my kids like even when i was at my biggest I never once look, looked back and gone jesus christ mommy was so fat yeah, you're very good I've at the way. I look back at my pictures and been like, Jesus Christ, who ate me? Um, but I think to myself, if I do that in front of my kids, they are, they are going to take on that and think that that's okay. I have had Finley come up to me and go, "Oh, mummy, I'm fat." This child doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. Okay. <laughs> it's got a six pack. It's got a six pack. Like, come on. And I go to where? There's nothing there. You, you're healthy. This is this is what healthy looks like. Like, you know, this is what you're supposed to look like. Um, yeah. I think because he's getting to that age, you know, he's gonna start hitting puberty and things mm-hmm. like that. It, you know, your body does change. Um, but yeah, I just I want to be able to run around with my kids. I, even at work, I can now go up and down three or four flights of stairs and I'm not out of breath. Whereas before <laughs> I was out of breath. I, or sometimes I take the lift and I'm like, I look at the lift now and go, no, I ain't getting in that. Like a death trap. Especially get yeah. stuck in there. <laughs> I know. Just those little things. like They add up, don't they? They really add up. Yeah. They now really I could probably go for a run and think nothing of it. Yeah, I think that's really empowering. That's so empowering. I think that, like you've said, it's not easy. There's nothing easy about going through this process, but everything you've said, 
I hope has encouraged a lot of women that this is worth it. It is worth it to take control of your health and your fitness. Yeah. And, you know, put yourself first. And, you know, I think the, the most important thing a mum wants is to be a role model for her kids. And I think you're, you've really done that. You've really, you, you know, you. you really have done that. I think you should yeah, feel I, yourself. Like, I'm still on my fat loss journey. It hasn't ended for me yet. Um, yeah, it will. Yeah yet that's yet because it is coming people um yeah and I I just I want to be a healthier better version of me basically like in three years it will be my 40th and there's no way in hell that I'll ever 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 go back to where I was two years ago there is no way I never ever want to look like that feel like that you know it's not easy but if you really, really want it, you'll do it. There, there is no question about it. And I, I'm here for anybody who who's gonna really struggle and needs that 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 advice. Because yeah. like, there's a few people at work who 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 are struggling, and I just think, and they talk to you, and you just say, look, just go for a walk to start off with. You don't have to like be lifting like. 60 kgs in the gym you don't need to be doing that um if you start off small those things amount to bigger um bigger things I just think you know it's it's not easy but if you put the effort in you'll you won't regret it you won't I've not regretted it once but once have I woken up thinking I can't do this today I don't want to do this now I want to stop not once not once I think that's really lovely and I think that um I think yeah I think that will inspire a lot of people to take action and I think that that's what I really hope for from this podcast so thank you very much for that um last not like just to finish off we have currently just come out of a maintenance phase and gone into a fat loss phase haven't we and Holly has literally had the best body composition change in terms of pictures and I did share it on my story the other day but I just want to say like what Holly has achieved over time is worlds apart from what you can achieve in one diet um now Holly now weighs more but with less fat on her body which is always what women want in terms of body composition they want to change their shape and look more muscular and have less body fat and we are so close to achieving that end goal. Yeah, like when you showed me those pictures, I literally stood there and cried because I thought, <laughs> how can that possibly be? How can I weigh less but look leaner? My mind couldn't grasp grasp it at all. And then I had people messaging me because I shared it going, mm oh my god yeah the scales don't don't look at the scales you need to look at your pictures and I'm and someone actually one of my family members has sent me a picture of themselves and there was only six pounds difference but my god she was tight and I thought that is just mind-boggling to think because I think I've always associated oh if you weigh less you look smaller mm. never yeah. did I think oh I weigh more but I'm leaner but actually, I think that back picture that you've got of mine, I think it's different now because mm-hmm. I scratched my back the other night and I went, oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> and I said, Michael, feel this. There's muscle there. 
Um, so I think I need to take some pictures of my back yeah. again. Um, yeah. Oh wow. Like I never like I remember saying to you, I never like looking at muscly women. I didn't <laughs> didn't think that it, you know, I thought, oh that's not one for me. <laughs> now I'm like, look at my legs. They're really muscly. Mm. Um my back is getting muscly. Like I just think, yes. Yes, more to the muscle, less to the yeah. back. More to the muscle. Yes, that should be a new motto. More to the muscle. Yeah, do you know what? I think we should end it there with the new motto of more to the muscle. Absolutely. Leaner yeah. is better. <laughs> more to the muscle. Well, more thank you so muscle. much. Thank You're you so welcome. much, Emily. No um, worries. Yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you very much. And um, Holly does share little bits and updates. I don't know if you want to put your Instagram out there. Do you, I don't know if it's public. Do you want to kind of tell people where they- I think it is public. I think it is. Yeah, because I get some right weirdos trying to follow me. Oh, so only women, if you're a woman on a fat loss journey, (laughs) wanting some inspiration for a woman, give Holly a follow. Yeah, come follow me. Sorry? What's your Instagram handle? Oh gosh, I think it's holes- I'll put it in the description. So yeah, I think remember. it is. I never remember. But yeah, it's on there. I'm pretty sure I'm public. Okay. Um, yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you very much. No Bye-bye. worries. Thank you. Bye. Bye.